Welcome to Into the Future of APAC. This is a show co-curated by Sunrise Media and industry players. Into the Future of APAC takes you into the heart of innovation and geopolitics by defining the forthcoming Asia Pacific together. Stay tuned to hear from more influencers making global business happen. Hi everyone, my name is Han Ling. I'm the director of operations and branding at Sunrise Media, and your host for today's episode. Previously, we had Microsoft's principal group PM manager at Customer Innovation Industrial Solutions, Kathy Ye, to discuss with her colleagues De Hui about how we need a great program manager in navigating digital transformation in Asia. Today, we'll further delve into the trends and opportunities of digital transformation in, in the Asia Pacific market and the ecosystem of supply chains in manufacturing. We are very honored to have Kathy again. Kathy, say hi to our audience. Hello, everyone. My name is Kathy Ye. We also have Sunrise Media's founder and CEO Yuning Zhang today. Yuning, say hi to our audience. Hello, everyone. I'm Yuning. All right. Without further ado, let's kick off our discussion today. Yuning, what's your first question for Kathy? Yeah, um, I think the whole world has gone through a very difficult time over the past few years. Yeah, not only the pandemic, but also the increasing conflicts between hegemonic states. So, um, Kathy, I'm wondering the what are the hot topics now in your com- community or in the tech community when it comes to geopolitics? Okay, thanks, Yuning. It's really good to uh, we can talk again, mm-hmm. right? So, um, it's it's really a there's a lot of changes uh, during the uh, past few years. So, mm-hmm. um, maybe what's new? What's new is um, yeah, f- just recently we start able to uh, travel in this region and around the world. So yeah. I guess maybe. Uh, the pandemic situation is getting settled down, so people are, you know, kind of um, back to the normal things. Mm-hmm. But while we are back into the travel time and had the chance to working with a lot, a lot of customers in this region, mm-hmm. the most hot topic basically is the two things. The first of all, people, everyone is talking about ChatGPT. I mean, yeah. the new AI, <laughs> because basically you can just open your browser and to use open your your phone, and you can just you know using the ChatGPT to be your personal assistant, mm-hmm. right? So basically, that's the first hot topic. And of course, um, the technology has been discussed uh, during all the conversation we are having with the customer. And secondly, because my organization basically I am uh, part of the uh, customer innovation team uh, in Microsoft, so we're pretty much focused on the heavy in the asset industrial so that's including manufacture uh, energy automotive and also the communication segment mm-hmm. so the biggest hot topic for them is um, everyone is talking about how to um, you know take advantage of the digitalization mm-hmm. uh, technology that's including AI IOT digital twin and yeah. metaverse mm-hmm. uh, to help them for the digital transformation is continue to be a hot topic yeah however I think because people has done that for years, so everyone is is looking at so how can those technology can really address their challenge? Let's yeah. including you mentioned about like geopolitical mm-hmm. uh, supply chain disruption and also sustainability. Yeah, and yeah. the most important is a labor shortage because the 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 COVID and the pandemic actually uh, really disrupt the uh, the way we we really uh, having the human resource. So mm-hmm. those are the fee uh, for a big challenge we are facing. We are seeing in this industry. Mm-hmm. So um, do you think that the supply chain resilience is now matured to all your clients mm-hmm. or those mm-hmm. companies in Asia Pacific market? 
Uh, I think it's uh, continue to be a hot topic and also the challenge they need to address. Mm-hmm. But it's not new to them because pandemic has been there for, for, for several years. But mm-hmm. recently, there's a war, there's a you know geopolitical issue is continue to carry on. Mm-hmm. So I think people are getting more. I wouldn't say like mature, but mm-hmm. people start to uh, know what's the option yeah. and what's the price they need to pay. What's uh-huh. the cost they need to pay, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So people, I mean, the the, the industrial players starting uh, starting to become more realistic about the yeah. choice, about uh-huh. the option, uh-huh. right? So we already see the manufacturer like Foscom, manufacturer like TSMC. I mean, those the Taiwan-based manufacturer we are very familiar. Uh-huh. They already, you know, kick off their uh, the manufacturer or the supply chain diversification. Mm-hmm. And the other big trend I'm seeing is, um, you know, the uh, sustainability has become the hot topic. So the more and more uh, supplier, more and more manufacturer, yes. because they are facing, uh, I mean, the pressure from their buyer, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they need to comply with the, uh, the regulation. They need to really uh, help their customer to fulfill their uh, the carbon neutral commitment, mm-hmm. right? So uh, they start to take action. They start to really uh, having the automatic report for their like a uh, carbon uh, emission tracking report. Mm-hmm. So it's not just for like a CSR per se. It's basically it's about you know how can they really manage their their bottom line and the top line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the just like you bring up like a manufacturer or a supply chain. I yeah. think those are the topics. If we are if we want to really double click what's the topic is really about, that's those that's are the topics those manufacturers they really want to really address. Mm-hmm. So how will you describe the the trends right now mm-hmm. in this markets? Like such as you just mentioned the chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this kind of AI technologies has mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. surprised all of the world. What kind of world you will describe it? Because I have tried the chat GPT for quite a while, you know, mm-hmm. since it's uh, launched in the market, right? Yeah. So it's kind of surprised me, you know, how sweet it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when I say how sweet, it's, it's just like your personal assistant, yes. right? Yeah, but it's it's more smart. It's, it's, it's very smart and it's very, I would say, considerate. Mm-hmm. So when I say considerate, it's like he, he, he or she just yeah. knows you, right? You know, it need to train the chat GPT. You need yes. to train your assistant. You need to give the your assistant more context about mm-hmm. you. So that means you need to really fine tune the, the question, right? Mm-hmm. So if I may give that the word, I would say it's basically a game changer for, you know, really can drive for the information democracy. Because mm-hmm. before that, only just few people can really know how to use AI. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, because I'm in my industry or the IT industry, so I definitely know, you know, there's a very powerful tool, very yeah. powerful tool or the platform, you know, you can write a code, you can learn how to use in the machine learning to train a model to help your company to optimize the operation. Mm-hmm. So basically that's the, our daily job. So, and we know how complex it is yeah. and what's <laughs> the price you need to yeah. pay, right? But for now, you know, if you just need to, you know, getting into the chat GBP and maybe just play like a ten dollar per per yeah. month. I, I don't know if you, you know, subscribe for the plus service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically you can you can just leverage the utilize the uh, very powerful computing model is mm-hmm. um uh, I mean in, in the in the data center, of course. Mm-hmm. So that's why I call that uh, I mean the gate changer because that's mainly for like information de- democracy. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe I will address that later. But uh for us, you know, I'm just um if I 
I'm just putting myself as like a, a general user. I would say, wow, it's it's really a game changer. It's really helped me to really overcome all the information gap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you just said that uh, we have to learn how to train this AI assistant to help mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, I, I think it's like. I have to align my language with him or mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. because he is not a real man, mm-hmm. a, a real person. Mm-hmm. So we, I have to give him some uh, domain knowledge language in mm-hmm. my industry to mm-hmm. make him or she to understand what mm-hmm. I want or what I need. Mm-hmm. In the manufacturing industry, is there any kind of language uh, your clients or people need to learn how mm-hmm. to talk with mm-hmm. AI? Yeah. So you mean, I think you raise up a very good point, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, the better you know how to communicate with with them, and of course, the better answer you can get. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I would say our interaction with the ChatGPT or the OpenAI is more like you need to ask the right question, the mm-hmm. right question, mm-hmm. or specific question. Mm-hmm. If you just ask a generic question, so yes. you know he or she will just give you a very general mm-hmm. or political correct yeah. question. <laughs> answer yeah. right instead of very specific or insightful answer so yes. that's basically the very common experience we are having with chat gbt mm-hmm. so that capability actually are you know getting very strong interest from the industrial segment yeah so mm-hmm. maybe i can share some of my experience yes. with our our mm-hmm. customer so recently i had a chance to working with a lot of energy Um, manufacturer, yeah. uh, segment customer in, in Asia Pacific. Mm-hmm. So the reason why they are so interested to build to having the ChatGPT or OpenAI into their company, they feel it might be very uh, helpful for them to build their enterprise mm-hmm. KM, the mm-hmm. enterprise knowledge management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the reason why it is helpful is mainly because the KM is actually strong needed for the enterprise for decades. So in the matter of fact, every enterprise they try to every commercial segment they they try to build their own knowledge base, their yes. knowledge management. Yes. If I take some example, for example, uh, everyone is using like your banking service or mm-hmm. maybe you buy the stock, right, yeah. or the healthcare, right, yeah. and somehow you try to you know make some requests or maybe uh. Ask for help mm-hmm. during line or Facebook or maybe the social media. Yeah. Usually, the people who answer you is a bot. Is they call that chatbot, right? Mm-hmm. So the chatbot is a, a dummy one. Yeah. But why the chatbot know how to address, how to answer your question? Because mm-hmm. there is a knowledge base. So yes. basically, the chatbot just know. Okay, you have that kind of question. So he or she will just search around to get the potential right answer to you. So mm-hmm. we call that knowledge base, right? Mm-hmm. But moving to the enterprise, especially for the segment I'm working with, so mm-hmm. there is a tons of knowledge. For example, doing like a maintenance for your factory, mm-hmm. or you know, to fix some of the machine uh, yes. in the uh, in the shop floor in the production line. Mm-hmm. So those are very professional professional skill, right? Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, currently every segment. Every industry is facing labor shortage. It's not just blue collar. It's yeah. actually Same thing happened to white collar, yes. right? Yes. So we know uh, it takes time, maybe decades, to train a very experienced technician mm-hmm. to really maintain, to fix, to troubleshoot, and to really operate all those the facility. Mm-hmm. So how can enterprise really able to accumulate those the technician expertise, experience, mm-hmm. and to carry on those experience? 
to the younger generation,、mm-hmm. or maybe to train the robot. Yes, or to train the younger generation who may not able to have like ten year, twenty years experience. But when you recruit and to hire those new generation,、mm-hmm. go into your company, those knowledge management, that knowledge knowledge base were able to really you know help you to train those young generation and help them just on board and to be able to support the first line operation, right? So that's why the customer I'm talking to, they are very exciting to having the AI、mm-hmm. being. Able to accumulate knowledge. Yes. So I call that domain knowledge, right? So when I come over here and I'm thinking about, okay, so, so all the question, you know, Yuning, you give me. Yes. Can I just use in the ChatGPT to to answer your question? I have confidence with him、yeah. or she. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Basically, I think he can or she can do that for sure because, um, you know, um. He can definitely can you know give us a political correct information、mm-hmm. or maybe just a general information. But what the question you want to bring up is、uh, how can we really make that very specific? Yes, specific and、uh, contextualized and helpful, right? So it would require you can also train or to provide or fine tune the domain knowledge into the model, right?、Mm-hmm. So maybe that's more like advanced the、uh, the topic we we may address later. However, it can happen today. So that's why my customer they are very very interesting because they find there is an opportunity. They can just leverage the、uh, large language model has already been built, but apply into the enterprise knowledge instead of just using for the general purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm seeing for now. Yeah. You you mean that、uh, your clients or those companies who want to adopt AI technologies, what they have to do is to build a way. To cooperate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with their AI technologies or the AI systems,、mm-hmm. but、um, is there any、uh, standard way to for them to assess how long they have to wait、mm-hmm. or how long they have to train their AI assistant to be、uh, well done or well to be ready to help them? I would suggest starting from now because the technology is already there.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, but effort probably you need to starting from now and to really think about. So, what would be the value part of the the so called domain knowledge,、mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it could be starting from a very tactics way. When I、yeah. say like tactics way, is um, you know, uh, you probably can build the、uh, knowledge base、mm-hmm. or the somehow we call that the question pool or knowledge base、mm-hmm. for you know、uh, fix a machine、mm-hmm. or troubleshooting a machine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when it's come to the troubleshooting a machine, it has to be okay. That's the people or human knowledge, right?、Yeah. So how can really accumulate and contextualize to structure almost、mm-hmm. the human knowledge, but jointly. To really interfere and also、uh, cross reference、yes. with the real situation. When I say the real situation, it's about the real data, the factual data. Yeah, you get from the factory, you get from the equipment, you get the robot.、Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we call that. That's the power of the、uh, industrial metaverse、mm-hmm. because basically we call that overlay, right? So、mm-hmm. you put the、uh, the real data, the hard data together, but、mm-hmm. also. How can you really digest and interpret the data? Somehow, it's required human knowledge and human experience to really look into. So, what's going on with the robotics?、Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of we also call that the human and the machine collaboration. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So with that, you really need to really try on what would be the best model for、mm-hmm. you to able to really overlay and to overcheck all those the the data together. Mm-hmm. Does that also mean that、uh, those companies needs to hire, train, or retain skilled employees to learn how to cooperate with these AI technologies? Because、um, right now we also talk about the decision makers in、mm-hmm. the, the in those companies, but、mm-hmm. their employees or their team are also、uh, important to know about this trend. Yes and, and or no, right?、Mm-hmm. So when I say yes, is um you can get start. Yeah, you can start now. So there's a tons of um there's a lot of I mean the toolkit or the service is available now,、mm-hmm. right? When it comes to to build your specific knowledge and、mm-hmm. to really help you to address the problem,、mm-hmm. right? So it requires some of the I mean the、uh, system integration、yeah. or the、uh, learning process.、Mm-hmm. To get yourself familiar with the tool and the service available,、mm-hmm. and also having to say that because all the technology are still evolving, so yeah, people are not just satisfied. Oh, there is a GPT plus three, so it's good enough. But、mm-hmm. in the matter of fact, GPT four maybe is、uh, on the way, right? So、mm-hmm. maybe GPT four is having even more, be- you know, powerful, you know, computation, or maybe can you know incorporate more parameter and. To help you to embed or you know tuning more、uh, domain specific knowledge into your model,、mm-hmm. so it's still evolving. So and I mean, put it simple. In enterprise, basically, there's two roles. One、mm-hmm. is user, but the、yeah. user could be multiple dimension. It could be operator. It could be decision maker. Yes. It could be professional. So so basically, you know, just try to invite as many as. As many as possible, the user getting into your your experience or、yes. your your project, and secondly, you still need to maybe、uh, working very closely with like a technology company or maybe some of the expertise who really、um, familiar with those tools or understand what's the what's the、uh, magic behind the tool because、mm-hmm. still, I mean, enterprise they still need to know. So what's this coming from?、Mm-hmm. Because when I say the information democracy, <laughs> we all know. Democracy also has some people. Yes. Right. So, yes. So somehow, you know, democracy, the spirit of democracy, you also need to really understand the people and you know try to avoid that.、Yeah. So、uh, basically, there's a lot of discussion regarding so how to address the people and you know how can we be more diverse and also inclusive about、yeah. the you know maybe some of the minority which may not be able able to address you know、mm-hmm. during the whole you know democracy or AI world. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Like that, not only companies but also individuals have、right. to、mm-hmm. think about how they can do to adapt to the new era.、That's、so,、right. um, Microsoft has always emphasized the partnership with、uh, your customers. So,、uh, I'm wondering what kind of strategies or practices has Microsoft proposed to address the market changes we just talked about. So. I guess maybe the recent ChatGPT or OpenAI is kind of like impress the market. It seems like it's from outside in, instead、mm-hmm. of inside, right? So、mm-hmm. it's not really an inside project. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the you know the investment outside. But uh, but Microsoft, of course, we already do a lot of like internal research and try to also do a lot of integration with our product itself.、Mm-hmm. But I also want to call out here is um because I has been with Microsoft for many years. Yeah. And my observation about Microsoft is、um, because the whole、uh, technology innovation is 
you know, running very fast. So, yeah. and also the um, external market and the environment is very dynamic, right? Yeah. So I think that's, that's force us or the, you know, really uh, make us to be more like outside in instead of inside out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if I take the organization I'm working, the industrial, industrial solution team, and I'm uh, pretty much focused on the customer innovation for yeah. Asia Pacific region, the purpose for us to set in that kind of organization is mm-hmm. uh, we also want to be able to go outside and to be the first line with the customer. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, so what's the next innovation we should go for? Mm-hmm. So the reason we want to be more like outside in is that we believe um, all the innovation need to address those industrial needs. And customers, they know what's the, the requirement, what's the challenge they are facing. So mm-hmm. we, want, we want to have those the, uh, first-hand information mm-hmm. with the customer and also handhold our customer to really experience the uh, innovation journey, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to innovation, somehow, sometimes customers will be very obsessed about those, the, uh, the cool technology. <laughs> Everyone's talking about yeah. OpenAI, ChatGPT. So everyone, they want to be, you know, trying, they yeah. want to having like kind of like a POC or a rapid prototyping regarding that one. Mm-hmm. But we probably somehow also need to play a role. Okay, maybe need to be more like cautious about don't overkill, don't overkill, don't really overkill the technology. Or over-adopt, over-adopt those yeah. technologies. Somehow we, we say like that the technology is overkill. That means you don't need to, you know, just, you know, want to do that just for technology per se. Mm-hmm. You probably still need to come back about, so does that really, your top priority, does that can really drive your business outcome or mm-hmm. business impact? Maybe I take some example, like yeah. back to years ago, you know, everyone is talking about like, you know, chat robot, right? Yeah. So basically you, you use your voice control to control your robot or mm-hmm. your phone, right? So mm-hmm. people want to have like kind of very cool neutral language mm-hmm. interaction way to, you know, control your, your machine. Yes. So at that time, I'm working with the, uh, some of the manufacturing companies. So they said, yeah, I think that's very cool. Instead of using typing or, you know, the keyboard, I want you using the voice control to control my HMI, the human mm-hmm. machine interface. So we actually are trying to help them to evaluate the feasibility of the, of the technology. So everything went well, basically. You know, the machine can really recognize what you are telling, you know, yes. by voice control. Mm-hmm. But when you get into the shop floor, when you get into the factory, yes. basically it's super noisy, yeah. right? So the machine itself cannot really recognize what you are talking about. Yeah. It get recognized, but it's too, it's too loud, it's too noisy. It's it put in wrong place. It's put to, in the wrong yeah. place, right? <laughs> and the other story or another Use case is um, for now because people are all talking about like industrial metaverse yes. technology. So people want to really render everything or mm-hmm. want to visualize mm-hmm. all the machine, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, um, you know, it, it's really good to able to visualize some of the machine or the facility you operate. You know, yes. it gives you a very immersive experience, yes. right? Like, you know, wearing the goggle and try to really explore something that we reality, a very real, immersive experience, really amazing. Mm-hmm. However, you know, when people are starting to thinking about, so what's the computing power? What's the cost of the computing power? Yes. People kind of back to reality. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not just good enough if you can just visualize vividly about what's happening. Yes. 
you still need to really overlay the real data, the hard data. Yes. Uh, you because that will allow you to really understand what happened instead mm-hmm. of just try to visualize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I guess that's that's what I'm seeing. You know, back your your the question you are asking, right? Mm-hmm. So don't need to really over you know overkill you know or overuse the technology. So. Back to your question, to our role. So yes. basically, I think that we would like to take more like outside in, but in the same time, also provide some advisory or the advice because we are also the technology company, Microsoft. So we also need to, you know, find some balance or maybe try to find a synergy between the technology and yeah. the um, industrial needs. Yeah. So um, my last question is that according to what we talked about, the challenges. Is in front of those、uh, digital makers of companies, and your team, and you are trying to、uh, help them to deal with those challenges. Then, what what changes have you and your team made in terms of working with customers and accompany them in adapting to the rapid changing environment? And will those change change your way? To lead your team, that's a very good question. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's also related to your earlier question, right?、Mm-hmm. So for Microsoft, I think we are kind of transform ourselves from inside out or outside in.、Yes. Inside out is more like we are product companies.、So、yeah. We build a lot of product, then we go out to go to market to sell、mm-hmm. to promote to teach. You know the user how to use our product. So basically,、yes. that's a very traditional way. But from outside in, maybe I can elaborate that more because basically we, I mean, my team is the one who need to also, you know, find the value of the outside in. Yes. Right. So the way I I feel myself change a lot because、mm-hmm. before that I belong to the product group, right?、Yeah. So so I think、um, while I'm with the product group, so we we know there is a product, so we want to. You know, help our customer to try out to evaluate the、yes. product-related solution. But for now, Microsoft still has tons of product.、Mm-hmm. However,、um, we also understand because the technology is evolving, right?、Mm-hmm. So we also understand there is a multiple player in this market.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So we are not definitely not the dominant player. <laughs> Somehow,、yeah. some in some area we probably are latecomer.、Yeah. In some. In some area, we probably are a challenger,、mm-hmm. and so we just need to humble and to understand about where we are. But the bottom line is uh, because uh, we also need to、uh, put our customer value in the very beginning.、Mm-hmm. I think that's the fundamental part we need to really hold on. So, so back to your earlier question、uh, to my team. Yeah, I think. We need to put the customer value in the first line, but in the same time,、uh, just to our earlier discussion,、yes. you know, to be very humble and transparent to understand. So, how the technology can really put together、mm-hmm. help the customer to address their business value.、Mm-hmm. So,、uh, back to the organization I'm having or the team I'm having, I think、uh, with the、uh, customer innovation, we definitely will need the um, multiple um, discipline people to join.、Mm-hmm. So before that, that, we probably you know need to have a、um, you know technical program manager. You know, just like the way last time. Yes, we probably need to have architect engineer.、Yes. But for now, I think we also need to have a very strong or you know、uh, like user experience architect, or maybe we need to have like a AI expert or the data scientist, or maybe art or design. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe a language 
uh, expert yes. know who yes. really know how to really play around with the uh, the language model, something like that. So, I would say um, the talent and the people we require nowadays may be more diverse. Mm-hmm. So. That's why um, in Microsoft, I think it's uh, still a very uh, exciting time because you had a chance to really work in the multiple discipline and try to form a more agile but also diverse and inclusive team. So yeah, so that's that's also uh, I would say a blessing and also that's a, <laughs> yes. a big reward to yeah. my career. Yeah, I have the same feel that um, we can live in this kind of new era is very lucky and very um, good. Time to、uh, live a new life,、mm-hmm. you know, under this new new technology. Thank、right. you for your inspiring sharing. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, thank you all. Thank you, Kathy, for your insight and suggestion. And we look forward to have you back soon and touch on more issues concerning manufacturing and supply chains in the Asia Pacific. And thanks, Yuning, and our audience for staying with us today. And stay tuned for more Asia Pacific stories. See you around. Bye bye. Bye bye.